Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Uh, Today is voter registration day, so we would encourage uh, all our fans to make sure they're registered to vote uh, and get out this year. Elections are coming up quick, and and it's important for everybody to to vote. Uh, It's an important year for elections, and everybody needs to be involved. Uh, For us, we're excited to be back at Bank of California. It's an important week for us with two games at home. Uh, we continue to work hard to look at small details. I think in periods of all these games, we play good football. Uh, there's been some different situations where we've found ourselves on the short end. And so the ability to fight through confidence, uh, take the periods of good football and make them better. Uh, those, are, those are all things that will be really important in these next few games. First and foremost, I know that Mark prepares his teams tactically very well. Uh, They have different ways of playing with different ideas. So uh, we will need to see how they choose to go about this game. Uh, We certainly know that of late there's some confidence in their team. Uh, A good couple of games from Freddie Montero back making a contribution. Uh, and, And so... Uh, it's always an interesting game with Vancouver because tactically Mark has different ideas to prepare his team for whatever he thinks needs to be done against the opponent. I think there's a difference between possession and creating chances. Uh, And so each game is a little bit different situation. our ability in certain moments when we've created advantages to be sharper uh, and to take an advantage and push it to goal and create a very good chance. Uh, for me, that's the area. It's one of the areas where we've not been as sharp as, as we can be. And so if that's a little bit different, then I think uh, not only do we have more shots, but we've created more really good chances. Uh, you know, every game we still have some moments where it's there for us and uh, and then it comes down to you know how you execute in the situation two examples from the Seattle game you know in the early part of the game both teams had some advantages uh, we had a very good one where Mark played a ball across to Diego and now Diego obviously gets the chance that comes off of Fry um, Brad is it's really close, but is offsides. Uh, that's still a play where if Diego's a little more aggressive with his first chance, with his first touch, his ability to decide whether he's going to score himself or slip the ball across to Brad, I think that would be a really good opportunity. Uh, and then the one that again doesn't even count in terms of a chance or or a shot is when. We won a ball and Mark joined in on the left. Brian slipped a little ball and and Mark slid a ball all the way to the back post and Brad lost sight of it and has a really good chance at the back post but doesn't quite get there. 
So these are advantages. These are plays where probably when we're at our best, we we make goals. Um, so that's just work and training. That's just re-establishing confidence. Uh, the balance of possession and chances, it varies from game to game based upon uh, you know, the flow of the game, the tempo, certainly our ability to step up and press in certain situations uh, is important. So those are all the things that uh, go into the, the, the attacking side of our team. Uh, Edward, yeah, getting back on the field, his ideas, there were some uh, very nice moments of, of understanding and fluidity in the midfield in the second half. Uh, you can see right away um, Mark come to life even more because the understanding that Edward has with Mark in certain situations is an important part of the way we play through the midfield. Uh, so for him, getting him on the field, his leadership, his intelligence, really important. Uh, I have not had time to digest the rest of the schedule. The way this season has gone with starts and stops, uh, very quick turnarounds between games. Uh, one game is over, and then you quickly debrief everything from that game, look at details, establish what you can do quickly in a couple of days of training, and then be ready to uh, understand all parts of your opponent. So that's been the focus. Yes, uh, the Andy part is is still taking more time than we would have expected. And so as a result, with Tristan out, Latif is getting the call off and at right back. And uh, this is a little bit of the situation that we're in as a team, that uh, the circumstances mean that, that you now try to figure out the best way to put your team together and who goes where. Uh, and so we are working hard with Latif every day with some of the details of playing as a right back. Uh, I had watched Mark's teams play. Uh, I have coached some players that played for him. All of them spoke highly of his leadership, of his understanding of the game, the way he conducted training sessions. Uh, I reached out to him. We had a really good football conversation. And... Uh, everyone here, myself, Mike Sorber, Ante Razov, Kenny Arena, Zach Abdel, we really enjoyed working with Mark. Uh, he's a great guy. He's funny. And his passion for the game is, is there every second. And, and so I had heard all those good things, and having him here only uh, uh, proved that the, the, the comments from the other players were spot on. Uh, I don't have comments on that. Um, what we are focused on is just the everyday work with Brian. Uh, talented player. Uh, still, we think he can do more for us. Uh, trying to help a young player grow in all ways. So that's the work every day. And then we'll see how other things play out. But uh, we are very committed to working with him and pushing him and making him a more important and better part of our team. Uh, Carlos is uh, doing some footwork on the field. He is running on the field. He's not back into full-scale football activities. Uh, anybody with uh, experience with MCLs knows that you can choose the number. It's almost like there's four stages of, of the return. 
it's starting to move. Then you get to the point where you're running a little faster, starting to cut a little bit. Stages three and four involve more with the ball and then eventually uh, real training. And it's very, very difficult to know uh, how long each stage takes. Uh, normally for stages one and two, it's, it's pretty easy. You move through those two phases in a pretty clean way. But then when you get to three and four, the time based upon how you feel, how stable is the knee, the strength, those are certainly things that uh, sometimes until you get to that point, you don't know whether stage three is going to last for four days or six days or eight days. So, so we're in the midst of all of that. So I can't make any kind of a, of a good prediction when he's back on the field. Um, he continues to come in every day, uh, do his work, lead by example, just with his uh, strong personality and his, his good sense of humor. And, and then we're just trying to find the right way to move him back and get him on the field with us.